Welcome to Taking Back Birth, a podcast for women who know the truth about birth and those who want to explore the path of radical birth love. I'm your host, Marin Green. Taking Back Birth celebrates the power you have to make decisions in alignment with your own truth. Decisions not subject to anyone else's authority. Decisions that create experiences that will change your life. Taking Back Birth is a production of the Indie Birth Private Contract Association and IndieBirth.org. No material on this podcast should be considered medical advice. Birth is not a medical event. Welcome to Podcast Sunday. I find topics converging, usually, to get to a point of talking about a certain thing on a podcast. And today, I want to talk about something I'm calling midwitchery. I'm sure other people have used it before. Overlapping with the creation and launch of a new class in the midwifery school called metaphysical midwifery. Perfect timing as usual to have these very, very, very similar topics come at the same time. If you're a student midwife or a midwife, I'll remind you of some things. Being in birth, being in midwifery is an evolution. It has been for me. So 15 years in now of having my own practice and I'm still learning and I'm still exploring and I'm still growing and I'm so grateful for that because if I wasn't, I'd probably just stop. (laughs) I love things to feel fluid and creative. So if you are a student, just know that We're all on our own paths, and what I'm sharing with you today may have a place for you at some point in time, and it may not, and it might sooner than later, and it might later than later. Who knows? My primary interest in redefining midwifery is because I want to take this glorious art and science that essentially has become my life's path beyond what's typical. That's always what I've wanted to do with all of the podcasts and everything over the years. There's always been a hint, I'm sure many of you will agree, over rethinking and restructuring, reimagining, redreaming even. What else can midwifery mean? And are we willing to throw out the term altogether when it doesn't fit. For me, being a midwife, being in the role of midwife, it's something I gradually grew into. I accepted that at some point, well into having my own practice, actually. And I realized it's just who I am. In fact, my husband brought this to my attention just yesterday. Even though I go through ups and downs like everybody and there's burnout like everybody at certain times, I realize how much there is I still have to say about a very simple process called birth. So I feel birth deeply in all the ways and that's being a midwife for me. Because we midwife how we live, which is a belief that I hold, this makes sense for me. In fact, I've talked about midwifery as a spiritual practice on other podcasts, 
And this is just more, 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 more detail, more in depth, sharing my personal journey also in a way that I hope is inspiring. And as you're questioning and learning as a student or maybe a new midwife, maybe this will help you find your way and the pieces that work for you. So this word midwitch, what does it mean? Uh, What does it mean? It's a great question. For me, it's having the word witch in there, which, which, no pun intended, is a controversial word for sure. I'm not going to dive heavily into that. I think that's a great place to have an investigation if you're open to it. Not that you have to choose the same, but just the female power the divine feminine origins around the word witch, no matter what religious background you come from. Really, really enlightening. So the word midwitch to me means somebody that, well, not just somebody, but a woman, a woman who specializes in magic and witchiness. So communication with the plants, the animals, talking to spirits being connected to the earth. There are a million ways to be a witch. In fact, in my Witchery 101, we talk about all those things. So all of that and more and whatever that might mean to you with the specialty of pregnancy, birth, and I would say mothering. So that entire childbearing year. So midwitch is a term that I want to adopt and I'm going to just read a short post I wrote Many of you will have read it on Instagram, but maybe not. And so I'm just going to read it here. This is from just the other day. What is midwitchery? I don't know what this term might mean to you, but it's one that I am considering adopting pretty seriously here, and I'll see if it takes. It's not that I don't like midwife. I've used it on and off for years, and with that term now, I feel such a dead kind of resonance in a lot of ways. Like the word for me, it just feels old and empty and exhausted. I can't find the other words and images to use alongside of it that truly exemplify what I feel I am offering. In choosing this new word, I feel a depth of meaning and energy that goes beyond me into other places, other lifetimes and experiences. A midwitch channels all of her past incarnations and makes a conscious choice of what to bring to this life here now. She knows that birth is more than the physical, yet has the knowing and experience to see it in all kinds of ways. I may confuse people here more locally, but time will tell. I am not a midwife in the boring, professionalized, and medicalized sense. I don't even want to be in that same category because that seems more confusing. But yet I was trained as a midwife and I have the skills and tools too. The other layers are being filled in as I learn and connect more offering my support in the sacred sense and walking with women who feel this is a spiritual initiation for them. I might just be adding fuel to the confusing fire of birth terms that no one understands. Birthkeeper comes to mind, ha, but I'll sit with what is right and true for me. So end of Instagram post. So that's where I am. And really, that's an invitation to you not to adopt the same term. Hopefully you won't, in a sense, especially because this is such a unique way we 
create in the world, I think midwifery is. Uh, So I encourage you to feel and dig and try on maybe some other words that really feel like they fit you perfectly. And whatever that is, I think we'll be talking about the same thing, essentially, in a lot of ways. Uh, Metaphysical midwifery. So maybe a midwitch is the role we play when we're talking about birth and pregnancy support, otherwise known as midwifery, in the metaphysical. So what is metaphysical? What is metaphysical midwifery? What does the midwitch actually do? To me, this is the experience of caring for women and babies. And it is not just physical. And I would say it's not even just physical and emotional. It is spiritual and includes all the realms and realities available. And so we're simultaneously, I think, emphasizing both things, which is the caring for people, caring for the women and babies, but then also reflecting on ourselves as midwives, as midwitches, as whatever you want to call. So again, I think this is personalized, at least to a point, and the encouragement as you think and feel through this idea of being a metaphysical midwife is to find your calling, your role, your definition. I know for me, especially as of late, and again, this is an evolution of sorts for all of us, the babies are requesting this, which might sound funny, but it's part of the entire picture for me. So the babies primarily that are coming into the planet, into this whatever reality here that we have structured on earth, are requesting a certain kind of consciousness. And of course, they're primarily requesting this of their mothers. And then their mothers and fathers and whatever other family. But being chosen as the midwife, as the midwitch that walks with them, I do believe it is also being requested of me. So the baby and the mama call me in energetically and then actually in physicality. And these people, this baby, this mama, they are aligned with consciousness and similar consciousness. So we are resonant with each other and we are aligned with a high vibration of life. So in that way, the practice of midwitchery is mainly energetic, at least as a foundation. So I am working on and keeping and holding my own vibration, feeling how I want to feel, seeing it. And that is how I am setting the stage for other really cool topics that I'll at least mention today, like calling in the right people. Uh, So this is really different than the regular old practice of midwifery to many people. And of course, not all. I'm sure for as long as midwives have been around, these 
more esoteric practices or, you know, this like depth of the role um, isn't new. So I, I'm also not pretending that it is new, but I think talking about it, especially right now, is needed, even if in a lot of ways it's taking us back to a time we remember. So this feels really different, and I can speak from experience there because, as many of you know, I have been walking this path for a while. I started as a licensed midwife, and then even when I gave back my license, and I really do consider that more medicalized midwifery, licensed midwifery in general, even since I gave that back, I've been changing and ebbing and flowing and throwing things out and starting again. So every time there's kind of a new version, uh, it does feel so different. And I think that's actually another facet of metaphysical midwifery, that we don't stay stagnant, that we don't commit ourselves to practices and protocols and rules that aren't working for us, that we're always open to the fluidity of life and birth and ourselves in this role. I think that is definitely a hallmark of metaphysical midwifery on the side of the midwitch or the midwife. This attitude, this way of being is completely counter to midwifery as we know it in a mainstream sense. So when I am thinking about choosing people in a sense, um, you know, not like there's a lineup of pregnant women and you're choosing, but in the grander scheme of the universe, uh, we're all choosing which way we want to go by the choices we make and the energy we project. So you could call it calling in the right people, the right women, This is completely counter to mainstream midwifery. This is completely counter. So this isn't, um, you know, advertising kind of falls under there. There's lots of things that, again, they're individual. So you would feel into what's right for you and decide like, hey, is this calling in or is this trying to get people to come my way? Because that's, I think, uh, not in the properties of metaphysical midwifery to me, my definition. Um, So instead of advertising, instead of like trying to get clients, instead of competing with other midwives, uh, I'm looking for signs. I'm looking for symbols. I'm looking for confirmations. I'm trusting my intuition and my feelings all around. Is this the right woman for me to work with? It must be said, as we're having this mini discussion, that there are also lessons to be learned. This isn't a path of perfection. And that's not the goal. It's not that we only choose the perfect women or the women that will only have blissful births where we get there and the baby just falls out. That's not my definition. That could be yours. Um, But I'm concerned about the relationship and the intimate match between me, the mom, the baby specifically, and that I truly am the one the baby is wanting to be there. So again, looking for signs and symbols, there's all kinds of ways this can look, and I'm just going to be brief, but numerology, um, looking for signs in the universe, maybe it's an animal totem, or maybe this person just walks into your office and you feel like you've met them before, or they have a similar name to your best friend, or their birthday is one of your kid's birthdays. Um, I've had all and so many more of these things happen. And they confirm to me that I'm on the right path. And that happens. And I also also ask myself when I'm calling in the right people, 
um, when I meet them and we have our first chat, is it a joyful yes? It has to feel joyful for me, not like, oh boy, this is going to be a lot of work. That to me is not metaphysical midwifery because this is a full body, like full consciousness commitment in all of the best ways. So off the top of my head, I can think of one of my most favorite people to serve ever. And when I first met her, it was the day my grandfather had died. He was 100% Italian. And this new mama also is. And it was almost direct communication from my grandfather. I could almost hear him say in his New York Italian accent, this is a good one. I could hear him. I could hear him saying this about her and I just laughed. I can think of another very favorite person to serve whose birthday was resonant uh, just because of the month and day. But then also the numerology of her birthday was a number that had been coming up for me like again and again. And I was like, yeah, this is yes. This is a joyful yes. So more on that another time, choosing and calling in the right people. Uh, That is a huge topic. And I want to talk more about other ways I think metaphysical midwifery has a meaning for me. For me, working with these women in this way, metaphysical means that there is more than meets the eye. There is a deep reflection on their part in their own pregnancies, in their own experience. They're not looking for me to define this for them. However, they are interested in me holding down the mirror so that they can be reflected to themselves. Um, Or another kind of magic analogy is the midwitch holding the circle, maybe even casting the circle, sometimes holding the energy in a circle and the woman is safe inside that free to do whatever you know free to work her magic that's what I imagine being in this role is the women that come and want to engage in even if they don't know it uh, metaphysical midwifery in this way they're open doesn't mean they don't have challenges doesn't mean They don't need support or sometimes just some hard facts or research, right? It's all and everything, but they're open to the sacred experience that they are going to create. So I am not in charge of that. I only have ideas. I have offerings, um, things that might come in for them specifically, but being open. So specifically some ideas, being open to ceremonies of all kinds being open to prayer, if that's resonant for them, right? Everybody's going to come with at least slightly different beliefs. We're not all the same. Being open to the sacred and everything. Do we want to start a prenatal with some breath work or meditation? Sure. Uh, Do we want to use any divination tools? in the prenatal time or as part of the birth process. Sure. Let's pull a card, you know, let's see what the universe has to say. One thing I do do pretty regularly is pull cards for the women I'm working with. 
And I don't always share them. If I feel led to share them, I will. But sometimes I feel like it's for me to find the balance that I need or to get some information about how to support them. So sometimes I share, sometimes I don't. But I can think of a couple people that I did share and, you know, like anything, can be super right to do that. And a few times sharing a card that I'd pulled for someone as they began the labor process. And in all of the times, really, that has felt really good. It has felt really right. Um, I can remember at least a couple times where, in hindsight, it was even more perfect. And whether that was due to the message of the card or the numerology or the tarot, whatever, it was like, oh, yeah, that's no accident. So, you know, having confidence in these witchy skills is definitely part of this, if that's your interest. Uh, I'm not pulling cards or doing any of this just to have a thing to do or just because cards are pretty. I really, truly do these things in my own life, in my own practice. So it's simply an extension of me. So again, the invitation to see what's an extension of you. Metaphysical midwifery is not going to mean the exact same thing to everybody, and it really shouldn't. More on desires as far as the women that come this way. Um, wanting to or being open to spirit baby stuff. So connecting to their own baby spirit, to having those conversations. Not that they have to be shared, but just that they believe that's a thing. Um, I know that I'm interested, as weird as that might sound, in having a specific connection to these babies. I think by way of working with the mother, that's implied and, you know, nothing, nothing inappropriate, not like beyond what the mother would do. But I think as the midwitch that's invited, we do have a connection to the baby that we can strengthen, that we can learn to hear each of them in individual ways. And even that is a whole subtopic, just feeling someone's belly or listening with a fetoscope. That's a really, really simple way of getting energetic communication from, from the baby. And then, of course, uh, there's all kinds of shamanic tools and journeying, and I've dreamt about people's babies. I totally have. And again, those are for some other podcasts in the future. People that believe in past lives, you certainly don't have to, but I think to me it makes a lot of sense. And generally, the people I work with have similar beliefs. The complexity of souls in general. So yes, this is a baby. Yes, they are tiny and growing but a respect for them as a soul. Pre-birth consciousness, really believing, understanding, and being willing to learn more, so much more, about what a baby is experiencing in utero and all of the things that they come in with, past lives, remembering their visions of where they've been or where they will go. Um, and, you know, that often carries through to when you have a child that's growing four or five years old and they communicate all kinds of things about what they remember in the womb. So I think that's really exciting to have all of these layers. It's not just a baby, not conscious, you know, they do remember, uh, they are affected, they are imprinted, all of these things. Ancestor communication and again, baby spirit communication in whatever way it comes and just holding space for that. So it's not my job to say this is the way a baby communicates. I have no idea how someone's baby will communicate to them. 
it might be really in the physical. It might not be. It might be esoteric. It might be in symbols. Um, it might be in sounds or words the mama hears, but just holding space for all of it. So again, that protective circle, that kind of priestess role as the mama dances in the circle with her baby in all of the ways. So I will be sharing more case studies, especially with our students in the midwifery school, because I think some of these stories can take me a very long time to tell. They are very complex. And my belief is that for many of the people I work with, and I think this goes for many of us just in our lives, right? We have our soul circle, not necessarily our blood relatives, but our circle of people that we know we've been with before. And I've had a lot of that in Kentucky, actually. So they don't have to be people you've known your whole life. At any point in time, you can meet someone and just have a feeling like you've known them. I have a couple podcasts out there already that many of you have heard with my friend Christina. She's a great example. She has one called The Indie Birth of Veda Rose, Her Daughter's Birth. And then we did another one before I left Arizona called Burying My Placenta with My Soul Sister. So those are great examples, I think, of metaphysical midwifery and midwifery. This is more than the relationship, though. Yes, that's important. And choosing people to work with and they're choosing you. And it's this beautiful dynamic where everything is resonant and conscious to a very high degree. But metaphysical, just in general, means that there is meaning in everything. So imagine just your normal pregnancy, birth experience, where a lot of things come up. There's all kinds of things, right? People have complaints or things bothering them or relationship issues or even things at birth. Something like anemia is a great example. What's really going on there? We know that by textbook definition, by obstetrics or, you know, just common medical knowledge, what anemia is. So anemia is the lack of red blood cells and therefore the lack of oxygen. Yes, we could go into more physical and it's great to know this stuff. In fact, I highly recommend having a solid midwifery background with experience. You cannot beat that. Only then can you layer on these other things in my estimation. But what does that mean, anemia, in the physical sense? First of all, everybody's going to be different. So this isn't meant to be like an across the board. There are so many birth situations, especially that start to get complicated. And what it does mean, maybe to me, it won't mean that to you, and vice versa. So anemia, just one, one um, thought there, as far as metaphysical goes, is the lack of oxygen. And, you know, why isn't this woman getting enough breath? Why isn't her body producing the red blood cell that gives her energy? Like, where is her energy going? How is it being depleted? And again, medical textbooks would say, oh, it's because she's not eating enough red meat or whatever it is. Yes, please address those things totally, completely. But now that we have, hopefully, let's go beyond that because that's really boring, isn't it? Just to prescribe iron pills to everybody. 
uh, if we know women well or if we want to get to know them. And we also don't have a million people we're caring for. I think that is part of metaphysical midwifery for me is that there's a very small client base. Uh, We look at the anemia in context of this woman's life and maybe not just her emotions, but whatever comes up for her in any realm. And again, that's another podcast, huge discussion, um, soul searching for her. And it's her process. So again, holding the circle, holding the mirror, holding the energy, maybe offering some ideas, but letting her come to whatever conclusion it is. And the way our bodies physically work, I think, is so amazing because we really can change things about our health by working with our belief systems. I've lived it. I know it's true. And I don't need to have that proven to me. So I really can hold the space for that to be true. At the same time, as I'm saying, yes, balance that with what might be done physically. Sometimes the awareness of the metaphysical meaning of something is just the awareness. It's just there. It's just there for that woman to do with whatever she needs to do with it. And sometimes it's nothing. There's nothing to do with it right then. So, you know, we still have these practical tools as midwives that, you know, people pay us money for because it's still so much more in depth than a Google search will give you. Other things that come up in metaphysical midwifery as far as like having meaning and everything, obviously emotions are meaningful. They're not always meaning what we think they're meaning. They're not always directly related to the present. Emotions can be stored and all kinds of physical, mental, whatever issues can crop up. And so it's kind of backtracking, getting to know someone, getting to know a reasonable amount about their childhood even and their relationships can give lots of big clues. So our organ systems as well kind of go into that. Each organ system has at least an emotion or two it represents. So again, having this depth of knowledge and it's always growing. There is never an end point to the metaphysical realm. The counseling is also different than midwifery. And I think I've already talked about this a little bit just in general. Uh, It's different because we're not just, oh, you're anemic, go do this thing. Uh, Many midwives do. And again, this is one of the main differences. Uh, But it's not just that. It's even in the mode of counseling, even if eventually we do say, hey, you know, an iron supplement would benefit you, um, we are not the authority. We are not the authority and we do not actually have the answer. So this doesn't get into boundaries and things that we might have to make us feel good about working with someone. And with that same example, if you had someone that was just so anemic and sick and not healthy and they just weren't willing to look at anything or do anything about it, in my mind, that's not the right match. So you can't really counsel someone like that. And right, you're still not her authority. You still don't have the answer. You also don't have to agree to work with her or anyone for that matter. So metaphysical midwifery definitely has boundaries, in my opinion, just like any other form of midwifery, and maybe more so. Remembering that everyone gets the experience they need and the lessons they need from the universe. So that goes for all of us. It goes for student midwives, um, goes for doulas, it goes for pregnant women. We have to trust everybody will get what they need. So if they won't do things our way, then we step back 
and we say, hey, you know, this is either isn't the right match for me or um, maybe there's a different way to do this. And I think being flexible to a certain extent, again, back to what I was saying earlier, being creative, being willing to flow, um, all of that is part of metaphysical midwifery. But again, I just want to emphasize this doesn't mean we have a lack of boundaries or even experience and skills. This isn't to me just trusting and sitting in the other room and crossing our fingers and saying, hey, it's all metaphysical. Um, Nothing physical matters. Nope, not at all. This is to me the icing on the cake or the cherry on top to a solid midwifery education and foundation with experience, with actual hands-on experience. Um, I do want to say that, you know, I don't think you have to agree. And I think for sure there are people out there and have been probably for forever that are practicing spiritual midwifery that don't have a solid clinical base of skills and or knowledge. And that's the way they want it. And that's totally fine. So I am making that distinction. I don't consider myself a spiritual midwife. I mean, yes, I am a spiritual midwife, but I don't think I'm a spiritual midwife in that title. Um, I do like to talk about midwifery as a spiritual practice, which is different to me. So I hope that's clear. I still think that the nuts and bolts of skills and experience to me is super important. And then this all gets layered on top. So what else? What else do we do as metaphysical midwives or midwitches? We reflect to women their power. We encourage them to do the inner work and we hold space for that. Uh, We do offer suggestions when warranted. We remember this is their path. Birth, just for a minute, is another great example of meaning everywhere. Absolutely everything has meaning. It doesn't mean we know. It doesn't mean we are the all-knowing. We are not God, any of us. And so we just are acknowledging that there is meaning. And we're leaving that for the women to figure out if she's open. Or maybe in hindsight, we kind of work through that with her. So birth examples. And I would love for each of you that are listening to think of your own and then think of or feel into what the metaphysical, the sub meaning, the multiple, you know, spiritual meanings might be. Something like cord around the neck, right? That's really common. Uh, We have all our clinical ways of talking about that. But really, what does that mean? Why would one baby wrap himself up and another wouldn't? Right? I have no idea. But just kind of riffing on that, uh, the cord is the lifeline. So, you know, is there something about this baby personality-wise or soul-wise, maybe in their life, that that will come to be a pattern for them where they kind of like wrap themselves up in their own life, Um or, you know, protect their biggest assets uh, because cord around the neck is so highly protective. So those are, you know, not entirely silly, but just like really quick examples of what things might mean past what we can see. Placentas have a huge amount of meaning. Uh, the podcast I mentioned, I think, is a great example of that. Everything has meaning. I mean, the cord and the placenta being attached have meaning. The way the baby is... Um, attached to the umbilical cord and where that is on the body and the solar plexus. Like there's absolutely depth to everything. So it's not that we have to become obsessed or like make women see everything the way we do or everything has meaning, but it just gives this richness to being a midwife, to being a whatever you want to call it, uh, that I don't think is exemplified. Is that the word? Um, I don't think there are examples of. So let's be those examples. And we don't have to be obsessive about it. 
Lots of people aren't going to hear it. They don't want to see things that way. It's way easier to just be like, hey, cord around the neck is common. No big deal. You know, it doesn't mean anything. Um, you know, that's easier for a lot of people in our culture. But we can take the time and just the presence to appreciate everything and to be grateful for all the messages. Bleeding is a huge example of metaphysical meaning. And again, we can't overgeneralize uh, for everyone in real life. But for the sake of this podcast, bleeding can be our power. When bleeding happens, especially after birth, it can be our power leaving. It can be fear. It can be all kinds of things. So this can help us understand major complications as well. And again, I think that's most appropriate on top of a midwifery background that's solid in the knowledge and the skills. So everybody is in the perfect place. All these women and babies are getting the experience they need, the story that they were meant to walk, and so are we. And everything has meaning. So uh, that's kind of wrapping up my definition of midwitchery, of metaphysical midwifery. There is an initiation that is going going to happen here uh, for this woman and this baby. So even that, as trite as that sounds, is so deep and rich. And it is not something the medical world believes. It's not something that most midwives are practicing, that this is an initiation, that we are witness to transformation. We are witness not just to her transformation, but the partner, the family, all of it. She walks through the flames and I'm the priestess uh, guarding the circle and making sure she doesn't burn herself, um, but trusting that she will do exactly as she's meant to and that if she should stumble a little bit or fly across the coals, uh, that it's all exactly what's needed and there is meaning in all of it. So on that note, engage your knowledge, your experience, your wisdom, And then pile this on in whatever flavor, in whatever order feels right for you and call yourself a midwitch or a metaphysical midwife. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day.